Taylor Swift, Demi Lovato, and Pink have come out with different songs denigrating and even mocking those who believe the Bible concerning many of the most vital issues of conscience. As we take a look at the esoteric leanings and ultimately the source for the modern feminist movement by the teachings of Elena Blavatsky, Alice Bailey, and other theosophical practitioners who have pushed what can be described only as the divine feminine. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a number of newer music videos that truly do mock Christian people, or at least mock people who proclaim themselves as Christians, and show honestly where this source material has come from and how we've gotten to a place in society that the most popular artists do this um, with normalcy. But before we get into that, we would love, if you feel so led, to make sure you subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel here so you guys can get as many videos as possible. We try to come out with multiple videos a week for you guys uh, that deal with issues of culture, things that are going on in the church, and we want to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, and that just helps it to get out there as well as liking this video. And if you're one of those listening via podcast, I want to encourage you guys to leave a five-star review. That just helps it to get a little bit higher so more and more people can hear it. So when it comes to this entire issue of what's going on in the modern feminist movement, uh, we see that right now there is a lot going on in terms of questioning uh, the patriarchy, what people want as a matriarchy or whatever may be when it comes to their political alliances. And a lot of this is a conversation that has been started with the popularity of the new Barbie film. The topic of the divine feminine has been discussed a lot recently as a number of people are seeing the viewpoints described by many in pop culture to mirror so much of the ancient teachings that were circulated so long ago. In fact, the director of the popular Barbie movie even spoke about making the movie and how Barbie was actually a flipped version of the reality that we find in the book of Genesis. Quote, Barbie was invented first. Ken was invented after Barbie to burnish Barbie's position in our eyes and in the world. That kind of creation myth is the opposite of the creation myth in Genesis. And so what we want to look at is not only Barbie and all of this stuff, but honestly where this all has come from. And you might be very surprised to find that conservatives or Christian conservatives or just Christians are not the only ones pointing out that the entire movement when it comes to the divine feminine and even the feminist and new age movement actually has its origins long, long, long ago, not only in the teachings of esoteric famous teachers, but also back to some of the mystery Babylonian religions. But before we get into the source material there for where they have gotten all of this, let's also take a look at the most recent music video by Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato has come out with this music video, Swine. And when you see her, not only like Ariana Grande and Beyonce and many other female artists positioning themselves as Jesus in The Last Supper, as well as Madonna and a number of different people, the truth is 
is that the lyrics themselves give us more than enough to go off of, even if we didn't have the music video. Quote, God forbid I want to blank whatever the blank I want to. God forbid I want to blank whoever the blank I want to. And if he blanks, I guess I got to be a mother. Now, let me stop there because if you didn't know, Demi Lovato, after trying out and almost dying and I believe getting Narcon to save her life from a drug overdose and then deciding she was going to no longer be a female, but then be a they, them, um, just, I mean, then she got, by the way, tired of doing that because it's very exhausting to try to explain to people that she is a they, them. Um, she actually came out, as I said, as this transgender, gender fluid kind of person. And so that was going on. So it's really interesting in this new, <laughs> this new song that she talks about having to be a mother if she sleeps with someone and has a accident, so to speak. And so when you look at this, it's not a become a they, them, or become a birthing person, but even in her own lyrics when writing it, she has to recognize that somebody who has a baby is in fact a mother. In fact, if somebody decides to end the life of that baby, they are just somebody who has killed their innocent child. Uh, it doesn't change uh, the fact that they are called to be a mother. It's just, sadly enough, a disgusting thing that somebody could actually do that and in so many different places, it be legal here in this society. But I digress as I continue to see some of these lyrics. Blank what I think. I don't know a thing. The government knows my body. No, it's okay. It's better this way. I'm only a carbon copy. Even if I'm dying, they'll still try to stop me. Do we even hear ourselves? My life, my voice, my rights, my choice. It's mine or I'm just swine. Interesting enough, when you read some of these lyrics, specifically that she says she's just swine comparatively if she's not allowed to sleep with whoever she wants and then not allowed to choose to end the life of that child. And the fact is that she calls herself swine is kind of interesting when you do think not only did she originally describe herself as they, them, and we also hear her talking about how she's swine. When we actually look at the story of Jesus going to the Gadarenes, and when he was there and finding the demoniac at the tomb, notice that the demoniac, the demoniac at the tomb actually identifies himself as they, them. Um, he actually says that we are legion, for we are many. And if you remember what happens in uh, that scenario, that Jesus exercises the demons out of that man, and he is sitting upright in his right mind, that that's exactly what the demons go, is into swine. I just find that kind of interesting in reading these lyrics. My blood, my loins, my lungs, my noise, it's mine or I'm just swine. Picture your faith. Imagine your God and even your holy Bible. It's suddenly banned. Do you understand? Now, doesn't that sound entitled? It's your book, but it's my survival. Now, I, I want to talk to this idea of the banning of God and the Bible that she actually talks about in these lyrics. Doesn't that sound entitled to have your Bible banned? And the fact is the Bible has been banned and still is banned in a number of countries to this day. In fact, in North Korea, it is banned. But that still doesn't ban God. That's an impossibility to do that. Uh, and it's not that we are entitled, but God, the God of this universe, is entitled to the glory that he deserves, regardless of 
if you think that right now in this life you can withhold that glory from him, because the Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess ultimately that Jesus Christ is the Lord. And so sadly enough, no matter what you believe, no matter what you think, just as if I jump off a building and say, well, I don't believe in gravity. Imagine if you banned it. Uh, I'm still going to go splat. It doesn't matter what my opinion is about gravity. In the same way, when it comes to who God is and this so-called entitlement in believing him, um, it doesn't matter. It really does not matter what you believe. You could not believe in hell. You could not believe in God. You could not believe in Jesus. But the problem is, is that the reality is going to hit you right in the face. And that is a sad reality. And for Demi, I look at this because she is someone who has gone all over the place to try to find meaning, whether that was through her drug usage, sadly enough, or through different relationships that she had or stardom, whatever it may be. She has tried to find meaning in these things. And then she even tried to find meaning in conducting singing uh, with demons, I'm sorry, aliens, uh, so to speak, uh, because she thought she was actually singing to them. And it's actually not long after this that she started claiming to be they, them, not long after. But you see her actually going and trying to sing to these demons and communicate with them. And sadly enough, this is where that spirit leads. It leads you to a hatred of who God is, who Jesus is. It leads you to a hatred of the reality of truth and really having any objectivity in your life. And it's really hard to watch. And you see where it all goes down, this spirituality that so many people have. But Demi's not the only one who has gone down this trail of obstinance, anger, rebellion, and then ultimately witchcraft. In fact, Taylor Swift, one of the biggest artists, if not the biggest artist right now, has done videos mocking Christians. And one thing that really does break my heart is a number of Christians that have do not care. They, they do not care that she thinks that you're uneducated, stupid, and not really a Christian if you don't support abortion. And they just keep listening to her and listening to her, and they're just one of the many Swifties. And in fact, she made an... This is a, this is a video from four years ago. And in that video with Taylor Swift, she actually mocks Christians over and over. In fact, she puts herself in a trailer park, in the video, You Need to Calm Down. And in that trailer park, while she's in it, she conducts, well, she's a part of a gay wedding where two men kiss in the video. She's dancing around with men dressed like women. And then, of course, they're seen as beautiful and bright. But, of course, there are those protesting gay marriage and those trailer park folk are just too dumb to be able to spell certain words that she makes sure they look really dumb when they can't spell. And by the way, this is many years before she has openly now done entire concerts where she is coming out as a witch. I mean, ultimately, that's what she's doing. She's performing witchcraft. Uh, you can see that, that it's very clear that's what she's into. And we're going to be having a documentary coming out just on Taylor Swift very soon, as well as an entire documentary just on country music that I hope you guys will enjoy. But nonetheless, they are not the only ones who have made anthems mocking Christians. The artist Pink, as well, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, came out with an entire video called Irrelevant, where she compares pro-life Christians to Nazis. Interestingly enough, the Nazis were the ones who did not believe certain people had rights to live and claimed that those people were merely worms. And not only that, 
um, ended up exterminating them and killing them. Very similar to the Holocaust that we have here in the United States since 1973. Actually, it was happening before that, but the legal Holocaust that has been happening in the United States since 1973. But it's always good to see this obstinance, this rebellion, and then find out where they are spiritually. What does Pink believe spiritually? And here's what she had to say. Are you a spiritual person? Yes, very much. Does religion play a big part in your life? Um, my mother is Jewish. My father was sort of an atheist Catholic <laughs> that says the nuns prepared him for Vietnam. And I, I love Native American spirituality and, so, and paganism. And the, oh, I've studied Buddhism. And I think organized religion is, is one of the top problems of the world, actually. So, no, I'd say I steer clear from religion and go straight towards spirituality. Now, one thing I want you to notice is the spirituality. As we get into some of the teachings of the Theosophical Society and the Elena Blavatsky's and the Alice Bailey's, notice the teaching on spirituality over some dogma or over the religious religions and organized religion. I, I've never really understood that statement. I understand when you see what goes on in the Catholic Church and some of the corruption at the Joel Osteen churches and the Kenneth Copelands and all of these churches. I understand that sort of organization, but that organization is one that's outside of the scope of Christianity. It's outside of the scope of the Bible. But I've never understood the idea, like, do you want disorganized, um, uh, you know, fellowship? I, I'm, I'm, I don't understand the statement, but nonetheless— and I could get into that for an entire episode just with Christians talking about that subject. But when we look at this, when it comes to this idea of I'm just spiritual, you'll notice that what happens is those who claim I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, firmly plant their feet, firmly right into the clouds. And they just accept anything that isn't biblical Christianity, that isn't the one true worldview. And when you look at Pink herself, in this video, when they talk about the afterlife, let's see what she has to say regarding her beliefs on the afterlife. What do you think happens after death? I definitely believe in reincarnation. What are you going to come back as? I would like to come back as uh, someone like my, like me's dog. And notice when she's asked about the afterlife, she points to reincarnation, something that she thinks might be ancient and, you know, Eastern, and it makes it more mystical because we understand less about it. But interestingly enough, when it comes to the modern feminist movement, when it comes to these ideas, even reincarnation is not something new to the Theosophical Society, to teachers such as Alice Bailey, who proclaim this, and even though she changes the name of it. She also says we really don't understand it. And here's what she had to say about reincarnation. Quote, the teaching hitherto given out on reincarnation has done more harm than good. Only one factor remains of value. The existence of a law of rebirth is now discussed by many and accepted by thousands. Beyond the fact that there is such a law, we, the masters, know little and those who know from experience the factual nature of this return reject earnestly the foolish and improbable details given out as fact by the theosophical and occult organizations. The law exists, but the details of its working, we, the masters, know as yet nothing. Only a few things can be said with accuracy about it, and these few warrant no contradiction. Now, 
Alice Bailey, even in that statement or her writings of astrology or other demonic things that she mentions, uh, notice just how firmly her feet are planted. She doesn't understand the afterlife. And the fact is, is those who are in Christ know Christ because he has risen from the grave, not in some private interpretation with a master or a Tibetan monk, but through the public declaration by way of the reality of his resurrection before over 500 witnesses that we can know about the afterlife because we know the one who controls it. And so when we look at that, we can know when the scriptures say, as the appointed man wants to die and then comes the judgment, that we can trust him. We can know that if we lay aside these treasures on earth for treasures in heaven, that one day we will we, we will be rewarded because we can trust the one who was alive publicly, who died publicly and rose again publicly. But this idea of spirituality as well, not just reincarnation and also her just having it a a new birth, of course, it's the idea of I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, even though these people are very religious, that Alice Bailey also talks about, quote, therefore, in the new world order, spirituality will supersede theology. Living experience will take the place of theological acceptances. The spiritual realities will emerge with increasing clarity, and the form aspect will recede into the background. Dynamic, expressive truth will be the keynote of the new world religion. The living Christ will assume his rightful place in human consciousness and see the fruition of his plans, sacrifice, and service. But the hold of the ecclesiastical orders will weaken and disappear. Only those will remain as guides and leaders of the human spirit who speak from living experience and who know no creedal barriers. They will recognize the onward march of revelation and the new emerging truths. These truths will be founded on the ancient realities, but will be adapted to modern need and will manifest progressively the revelation of the divine nature and quality. God is now known as intelligence and love that the past has given us. He must be known as will and purpose and that the future will reveal. Now, this is, as you can see, the demonic reality that they are going to push forth a new world order that New Agers will push forth a new world order that will accept all of these different spiritual realities, whether they be from Islam or Christianity, call it the Christ, Christ consciousness, or whatever it may be, but they get away from the creeds and the truths of Scripture, and they go on to the truths of experience. But the Bible is really clear when it comes to experience. We need to make sure we test all the spirits according to the Word of God. We need to make sure that we recognize that the heart is deceitful. It's desperately wicked. Who can know it? Because if we allow our hearts to be our gods or our stomachs be our, or our bellies be our gods, we will get ourselves away from the truth of what the scriptures have already taught. So when women like Alice Bailey, like Helena Blavatsky, believe that spirits are guiding them and believe the exact opposite of what Jesus and the scriptures teach, we need to know immediately that's from another spirit and it's not the spirit of Christ. For those who don't know Elena Blavatsky, guys, if there was, and I'll try to summarize this as quick as possible, but if there were a mother and father of modern day Satanism, that was none other than Elena Blavatsky and a Lester 
Crowley. Both of these used an inverted hermeneutic and made Lucifer ultimately the hero of the plot when it comes to the Christian faith. They would then call it Gnostic, Gnosis, and so forth. She, um, you know, would attribute this to Sophia. They're very similar to when it comes to Barbie and their creation myth, as they call it. The woman comes first, but this woman was Sophia, and she accidentally basically created this evil god Yahweh, and then Yahweh becomes the bad guy, and Sophia is the one who is giving you the gnosis, giving you the knowledge, giving you this wisdom. And in fact, on a website for the Theosophical Society, to describe it, they actually quote Elena Bavatsky, so you guys know what this is all into. Theosophy is then the archaic wisdom religion, the esoteric doctrine once known in every ancient country having claims to civilization. This wisdom all the old writings show us as an emanation of the divine principle, and the clear comprehension of it is typified in such names as the Indian Buddha, the Babylonian Nebo, the Thoth of Memphis, the Hermes of Greece, and its appellations also of some of the goddesses, Medus, Nitha, Athena, the Gnostic Sophia, and finally, Vetus, the word, quote, to know. Guys, this is exactly what is pushed, and this is exactly why Justin Martyr in the early church, while debating with Trypho the Jew, warned while quoting the Septuagint, the Greek version of the Old Testament, quoted from Psalm 96.5, where it says that the God of the nations are demons. These aren't just simply ideas. So when people like Taylor Swift, when people like uh, Demi Lovato, when someone like Madonna, when someone like Pink or whatever artist, and don't get me wrong, that's coming into the church as well, whenever they push these things out, Guess what? It's coming from, there is a spirit behind it. There was a spirit behind Elena Blavatsky. There's a spirit that was behind Aleister Crowley. We are not wrestling simply against flesh and blood. And when everyone is pointing to the wickedness and the evil, instead of just pointing, there's evil, look out, watch out, point to the answer. The answer is found in Christ. The truth is, is all of these things are coming against one truth, the reality of what Scripture has already revealed to us in the person of Jesus Christ from Genesis through Revelation, not only in Genesis, the promise of the Messiah that will have his heel bruised as he steps on the head of the serpent. Not only that, but the pictures we are given over and over again in Isaac, the picture we are given over and over again through Joseph, the pictures we are given over and over again through David, all of the types, all of the specific prophecies of where the Messiah would be born, all of those things pushing forward to the fact that Jesus was coming, the Messiah was coming, and then he came to save his people, and he's not just coming once, but he's coming again. He's coming again for a pure bride. He's coming for his church. And guess what? All of these things are pushing forth the spirit of Antichrist that is against the one true God, that is against his word. And when you're seeing these artists all push the same stuff, it's not on accident. And you're not just simply looking at a flesh and blood argument. You're not just simply looking at somebody who is just evil in their flesh, but someone who Satan is using by pushing and prodding their flesh because they've given themselves over to Satan and they are being used, just as Ephesians 2, 2 says, by the prince of the power of the air to work and push forth the course of this world. So if you're a non-believer watching this, when you see all this, don't just say, oh, wow, that's evil and let's figure out every conspiracy that's going on. Let's look at it and say, I need to turn to Christ. I need to put my faith in Christ because when 
You are standing there on the day of judgment. It's not going to be how many things did you know about Elena Blavatsky. It's not how much did you know about Aleister Crowley. It's not how much did you know about all of these societies and Masonic disgusting things that are going on. But it is what did you do with Jesus? Who do you say that I am as Jesus asked Peter? And do you say, for thou art the Christ, the son of the living God? Because if you do, and you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, place your complete trust in him, begin to follow him, have that change of heart. That's what we mean by repentance, a change of heart, which leads to a change of action. Turn to him. Then he will say on the day of judgment, the father will say to you, well done, good and faithful servant, because you've put on the Lord Jesus Christ, you've loved him and you follow him. I encourage you to do that right now if you have not yet done that. This has been Chad Davidson, and this is the 511 News. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.